CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for your money and your life. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash and myself talking investing, finance, and retirement. And Don, I guess we're going to kind of put a bow on this whole media conversation we've had over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, we've talked about some of the economic storms and things out there, but I think we're going to kind of use, you know, the inflammatoriness of the media to kind of wrap this up. But I got to ask you, since I just said storms, uh, you wound up getting one after we talked about quite a bit of storms. You got an actual storm, didn't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. We got hammered um, right after I spoke with you about a week and a half ago. Uh-huh. Uh, today is just perfect, by the way. So it's like, you know, it's something that you put in the memory bank and it's, it's all gone because snow is all pretty much all melted. <laughs> right. But we got like a, a good, I don't know, maybe a foot and a half in Woo. one storm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, pretty much it's, it's like 95% gone. Maybe ninety two percent, just like you said earlier, that you're feeling ninety two percent better not, from your pneumonia. Yes, that's right. I feel ninety two percent better. I'm not. I'm not willing to concede the other eight just yet. Yeah, it's maybe it's ninety five percent of the snow is gone. Then, of course, the famous groundhog Punxsutawney Phil uh-huh. saw his shadow and consigned us to six more weeks of winter, according to him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we may have escaped the fate of that um, that groundhog's prediction mark, right? Because here in New Jersey, we have our own groundhog. It's a true story. Mm-hmm. It, it is uh, his name is Milltown Mel, <laughs> and unfortunately for Mel, he died right before Groundhog Day. Oh, <laughs> so technically he didn't see a shadow. So I think we're in the clear. I wonder if it's a regional kind of thing that allow. I think because we have one as well, I believe so. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different little things out there, and uh, you see people making posts and saying, "Well, if it's a, if it's a sunny day, of course he's going to see a shadow. If it's a cloudy day, he's not going to see a shadow." You know, that's right. So there's all these different little conversations, and you and I are big fans of the movie Groundhog Day, actually. So uh, it's a, one of those things we talk about offline before we jump onto the podcast. And of course, the theme of co- is that repeating day. I, you know, there's I think the director finally came out one day and said that, that he was stuck for ten thousand days inside this particular day, and I won't ruin it for those who have seen it, but it's a good movie you should check it out but anyway in many ways don we kind of maybe sometimes feel like the financial news media is kind of like a version of groundhog day because it's it's constant it never stops one thing after another and the ultimate goal obviously is capturing our attention for ratings clicks you know whatever so uh, on the last show we talked about the economic storms as i alluded to when we kicked things off inflation taxes stock market volatility government turmoil it seems like it's all packaged nice and neat and then jammed in our face by the media absolutely true mark it, it's funny you know just think about this the media uh, the way it exists now compared to the the way it existed, let's say, 30 or 40 years ago. Right. Right. Back then when we grew up, there were basically six channels on TV, right? Like three national channels, yep. a, a CBS, NBC, and ABC. Uh, Fox didn't exist no, back then. No, it did not, right. Right. And three local stations. And of course, throw in PBS for like the educational stuff and the kids shows, Sesame Street, and things like that. Right. Um, and of course, we had many local newspapers, which have long since gone for the most part, along with the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, which are still kicking. Uh, but now there are 
literally hundreds, hundreds of TV channels and thousands of financial websites along with YouTubes and, and podcasts. And, and I think that, you know, many people, Mark, they just kind of get lost in, in a sea of information and news, and it can be totally overwhelming. Oh, for sure. I was just having this conversation, actually, with somebody else, and it's like there's so many people trying to vie for you know, We're doing our own podcast, right? But I was I was kind of talking at the, the standpoint where the, the, I guess, the larger talking heads that we kind of think of on big media versus even the podcasters or the YouTubers that you just mentioned, oftentimes those people are still actually in the trenches. Like you still see clients that are out there doing the day-to-day stuff where some of these big talking heads uh, on these 24-hour news cycle channels, they probably haven't seen a client in forever. And then you add to that, you know, our, the thing in our hand, right? <laughs> so there's no escape from media because you've got the iPhone or the Android or whatever that you're using. And so now you're adding all this in and we all are you know, getting bigger. We've got more anxiety, sleep issues, back pain, you know, and, uh, eyes. My eyes have been going you know, quickly the last couple of years, probably from all the screens that we're looking at. So from a financial lens, it can't be that much better either. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely true. There's no doubt about that. And it's funny you mentioned about the eyes because I'm facing this too. My my eyes just seem to, you know, only uh, read well when there's a lot of backlight. Yeah. Yeah. They're going quick. <laughs> yeah. So here's some amazing facts. I just looked this up recently. The average American spends over seven hours a day in front of some kind of screen, yeah. whether it's a TV, a computer of some sort, or a phone. Um, I looked I'm up actually shocked I, by that. I think that's low. You know? Yeah, I was going to say, that seems like it's, it should be higher than I that, I think it right? is, yeah. Yeah. But you know, years ago, right, we talked about way back when, right. we waited until 6.30 at night to watch Walter Cronkite or Dan Rather or read the newspaper for financial news. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, today, addiction to the media can absolutely just wreck your retirement planning and your life. And the one thing that people need to keep in mind always is that the media does not exist simply to provide you with useful information. No, that's a great point. I mean, a lot of times I think unless it's a breaking news kind of thing where, you know, like a big traffic accident or something like that, that stuff seems to obviously be, you know, kind of news-ish, right? Well, what we think of as news just a lot of it is is seems to be uh, opinion pieces, uh, so on and so forth. So it definitely gets very, it's all about the ratings, right? It's all about the ratings and the headlines and how they frame things. So with so many shows and channels, well, again, desperate to just kind of get your eyeballs, right? They want they want those, those eyes on that screen more than seven hours a day. That's correct. It's all about you keeping your eyes on that screen. And there's actually a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Have you ever yeah, seen that? Yeah, I saw parts of it. I didn't finish it. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's, I would recommend anyone. I mean, most people do have Netflix nowadays, but anyone to watch this. It's all about how social media intentionally is trying to get you addicted to your cell phone. They mentioned on this documentary that it took Facebook something like a year, Mark, to design just the like button on Facebook just perfectly to get you hooked Seems so weird, right? That's such a weird thing. It took a year to come up with that little button. (laughs) That's right. And all the meetings, just to make it perfect, right? Right. And one of the key lines... I, I, I took away from that from an executive was this. He said, 
if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. Yeah, I, I remember okay? that. That's heavy. Yeah, yeah. So when you go on Facebook or or these different apps or Instagram right. or Snapchat, it's all free, right? But what they it turns out that nothing is free, right? The old saying is no free lunch. Right. Um, you are the product. Yep. If you're not buying something and something's being targeted, well, it's being, you know, it's because it's targeted at you, right? So, or you are the product. That's, that's definitely very deep. And, and they track all this information on social media and Google. We all know this, right? We've all done something before where you're talking about something and it seems like a little while later you get an ad for it, you know, because you're, you know, your phone's listening or whatever. And, and of course they're selling that information, right, Don, to companies for just those reasons. Absolutely. In fact, you know what, Mark? I swear that sometimes I'll just mention something mm -hmm. to my wife, not even look it up online, just yep. mention it and say, hey, let's look into a hot tub for the patio or something like that. And boom. And just mention it, and I'll get an advertisement <laughs> yep. for that item on my cell phone. Yep. So that I find particularly creepy, mm -hmm. that they're just they're taking your voice and using it well, to sell you stuff. And we're inviting it, right? So whether you're the Google Assistant or the Amazon, the Alexa, uh, the phone, uh, smart televisions, all of that now, right? Uh, is is being done for those reasons. I mean, it's it's actually incredibly genius business design. But yeah, it, we start to go down that rabbit hole of you know privacy. No doubt about it. And the media they're experts on activating a part of your brain that gets you motivated to watch your TV or your phone. Mm -hmm. It's called your reticular activating system. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I've been reading about this over the past couple of years. It's a part of your brain that actually controls your behavior. So at a base level, people are motivated by things like fear and pain and greed and anger. So they're experts on using these things that motivate us to get us to do things. Yeah. I mean, so it's all media and definitely financial media as well, right, Don? So uh, you're not saying that while the media may be manipulative, they are not necessarily untruthful, although sometimes that definitely is the case. But in news media, there is that goal to get people watching. It's all about those clicks and views and separate viewers by you know political affiliation so that there's some sort of... I don't know, tribal aspect to the motivation, right? So the bottom line is Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, whoever it is that you watch, they have the same goal. It's all about ratings. Absolutely. There's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's the same goal with financial news market, just not as partisan. Okay. Right? All right. So whether it's you know general news or financial news, it's often the same format on TV or social media or the internet. It's what it's you see this Kyran graphic saying breaking news. Right. 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 And boom, that draws in your attention, gets you hooked, kind of inflames your emotion to kind of just you know, keep on watching. And as you mentioned earlier, with um, the way that news used to be, mm -hmm. I remember years ago, if I was watching a TV show and they would break in and say, we interrupt this show to bring you a special right. report. And it was something like really dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you know, John Lennon got shot or the space shuttle blew up or right, something yep. like that. And now so, it seems like it's only like, you know, bad storms, right? You know, like oh, a for sure. tornado or something like that. You know, it's funny you were talking about getting hooked and, and, and drawing the attention. It sounds a lot like fishing. Since we were talking about spring being on its way, we can't wait for another another month or so here to get to closer to spring. You kind of throw out the bait and you wait for the fish. 
No, exactly. And the danger, of course, is that all those things you mentioned earlier, right, like bad health and back pain, lost sleep, the the, the vision problems, um, you get that in addition to terrible financial <laughs> decisions. Here's the prize you win on top of all the other yeah, stuff, right? Right. And wait, there's more. Uh, except there's nothing good. Right. Uh, the media just doesn't give you useful information. It's just they're basically a package of information that anyone can access anywhere. The information that, of course, you do need and the information that you really want, they can't give you because they don't have it, right? <laughs> so just th- think back. The information that you needed in 2019 was that COVID was coming in 2020. Right. Right. You, you could have loaded up on toilet paper, paper towels, and tech stocks and, and done great. And the information that you needed in 2007 was that there was going to be a banking and stock market crisis coming in 2008. And you didn't get that information either. And it's the same. You know, we can go back to uh, 9-11 and what happened during that stock market crash as well. Yeah, no, it's, that's, a, that's a great way of looking at it. It's like you say all the time, you know, the stock market, and we know this, reacts to the news and the news is unpredictable. Therefore, the markets can be unpredictable. And, and yes, sometimes there's indicators, you know, f- from foreign markets the night before and time lag and things of that nature. But for the most part, it doesn't like all this you know, reactionary type of stuff, right? It gets a little upset, the market does, and it gets jumpy. No, absolutely. And that's where we have to be balanced here. I'm not saying that we don't need to watch the news right? right, and understand these economic storms that we face. Of course we do. It's just a question of what action we're going to take. And what the media will do is to get you to watch, sell advertising to companies that sell you a product. But first, they need to get you in a heightened emotional state. And let's look at the storms that we discussed in the last few shows. I'll give you an example. So inflation, right? Mm -hmm. Big topic now. So you'll see something like breaking news, inflation hits 40-year highs. Uh, Breaking news, the Federal Reserve expects four rate hikes. Or breaking news, energy prices double in one year. Right. Um, And I just, just before the show, I checked the headlines from the Bloomberg News today. Mm -hmm. And here it is. It says, quote, Hot inflation data, risk pushing Fed closer to super size hike. <laughs> so, <laughs> Interesting. Notice the key words, right? Hot, super size, uh, risk. Yeah. So they know how to, um, to, to throw in these headlines to get you to take the next step. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely putting out those those adjectives or those words to kind of get us, what, you know, hot inflation data? Oh, no, you know, I've got to check this out. So then after you click and you read, you'll see a slew of advertisements on the right. To your point, that hot tub is following you around when you go from website to website. Absolutely. And it's funny, they it's almost like they, they, they use um, these words that they're almost like, uh, I don't know, they get you kind of like totally hepped up. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like you know, hot bikini models. Click here. Right, right. It's like right. Super size, hot inflation. Click here. Right. But um, you know, it's true. Then the brain is activated. Right. Whatever it might be that gets activated, it could be fear or pain or worry or you know, along with greed. Right. Like buy Bitcoin now. Sure. Uh, the next step is to do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, 
buy Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Gold, or right? Gold is yeah. back, yeah. right? You know it was what, gone for a long time. You know what cracks but, me up about those, Don, is uh, is you always see those things that say the 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 value of the dollar is is you know going down the hill quickly. So buy gold. But they want you to pay for that gold with dollars. <laughs> yes. They want your dollars. They'll give you the gold. Or, you know, of course, real estate is hot. Yeah. But it's funny. We'll talk about this maybe the next show. I'm just reading an article about a woman that got caught up in the gold uh, hype. Oh, okay. To put gold in her IRA. Yeah, that'd be a great one to share. Yeah. You cannot do. Oh, okay. That <laughs> so that's a teachable moment they, then. It's a prohibited transaction. Okay. You cannot take gold coins, keep them in your house, and use that as a part of your IRA. So we'll talk about that. I'll make a note of that. Okay. Right? Sounds good. IRA gold show. Was there you go. Well, you know, what mist- I was going to say inflation's a real concern, right? So, I mean, to your point earlier, I mean, it's higher than it's been in a long time. We're at, what, 7%, I think was the last number. So it's just that the media acts like a giant magnifying glass to these issues, and it even distorts the, the problems and the perspectives. No, actually, that's a perfect description, Mark. And I, I kind of liken it to um, one of those funhouse mirrors, right? Yeah, Where you look yeah. like extra tall and thin or <laughs> right. extra short and fat. It kind of just stretches you out. Yeah, that's true. And I would imagine the same holds for those market gyrations, right? The stock market gyrations as well. I think um, even more so, right? I mean, nothing gets people more excited in the realm of financial news than a good, sultry stock market swing, <laughs> right? <laughs> Often the same cast of characters jump into the picture. So it's, it's those who are telling you, oh, stocks are crashing, buy gold, right? Mm-hmm. Or they'll sell you a newsletter, right, when a special newsletter or real estate trust or here's another thing I see a lot of these stock market timing courses. Oh, oh it's amazing how some of the smartest people get hooked on these sales pitches. In my experience, Mark, doctors fall for these pitches on getting into these stock picking systems with these online things. Right. You know, even Sir Isaac Newton lost his fortune in the South Sea stock bubble in the 1700s, and he was the genius of his time. Wow, learn something new every day. Yeah. So, yeah, we all know that these storms are out there. They're coming, they're brewing, they're whatever. And we also know that the media is going to try to use that, right? The old line, if it bleeds, it leads, right? So to motivate us or manipulate us into an emotional state. So how do we deal with it, Don? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I would say is just don't play the game. Right. Turn it off once in a while. Yeah, just understand. I, I was recently thinking about this in terms of you know being led by the media and taking all this action and doing things that you shouldn't do or uh-huh. making moves you shouldn't make. If you were Rip Van Winkle, remember that story? Oh, yeah. The guy that fell asleep and woke up? Yep. So if you were Rip Van Winkle with your investments two years ago, fell asleep for two years and never made any changes to your assets, you'd have far more money today. <laughs> Just doing nothing if you woke up. Yeah, exactly. So you would have avoided like all of that turmoil and you'd be better off. So here's what you could do. Just understand where they're coming from, mm-hmm. the media that is. Right. And take some simple steps. You mentioned just turn it off once in a while. Right. That's huge. Limit screen time. Okay. Don't look at your phone in bed. Um, don't look at your phone early in the morning or late at night. That's a big issue with people having sleep problems, by the way. Yeah. 
they say is don't look at any screens at least an hour to two hours before. And, and you go what to do bed. most of us do? We we get up, we go into the restroom in the morning. We probably take yeah. it with us, or right before we climb it, as we climb in the bed, we're checking some things just before we put it on the charger. Right? Yeah, that was a great line from the social media too, Mark. It says the only question I ask people is, do you check your phone before or after you head to the bathroom when you wake up in the morning? Right. Yeah. That's exactly the two <laughs> times. Like, yeah. Either it's going to be or in the bathroom. Or in, yeah. Right. So uh, the other thing is don't act on greed, fear, or anxiety. Now, I know it's easier said than done, but most important, just be sure you're on track to meet your long-term goals Mm -hmm. and don't obsess over short-term changes in investments. If you do simple things like, for example, rebalance uh, stocks and bonds, regularly you're essentially buying low and selling high and really what you're doing is taking advantage of other people's emotional mistakes yeah don you know you're talking about that don't act on fear greed or anxiety uh, I, I like to kind of use the three-day rule right it's it's perfect for guests in your house no more than three days fish right no more than three days right yeah uh and the same thing it's like you, sometimes you've got to have some sort of a circuit breaker if you will i mean the stock markets even have circuit breakers right some sort of speed bump to uh, if it's a good idea today then it still should be a good idea three days from now kind of thing, right? Give yourself a little buffer before you act on a decision so that you're not rushing into anything emotionally. So, And that's why you need a coach. I mean, honestly, that's why you need somebody like you, Don. In my opinion, one of the big values that come from a financial professional such as yourself is that coaching, is that neutrality that you can bring by listening to things, seeing what the person's interested in, seeing what's got them hyped up, seeing what's got them emotional, whether it's greed or fear or whatever, and then kind of talking them through why it may or may not be a good decision. And so if you need help with that, if you need a financial professional in your course, or a coach, if you will, then reach out to Don, have a conversation, stop by the podcast website, if you'd like, at doncashpodcast.com. That's doncashpodcast.com. Get started with a strategy session, conversation, uh, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you'd like. Uh, It does redirect back to his main website, or you could just go there as well, which is donaldcash.com. And we'll have the links in the description. Uh, We typically do anyway. So donaldcash.com. And Don, thanks for hanging out with me, man. I really enjoyed this. It was a fun conversation. All right, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. And we'll look forward to talking a little bit more about uh, what you can and can't do with the IRA, especially the gold thing. (laughs) It's pretty interesting. And if you haven't seen Groundhog Day, go check it out. It's a great movie. We'll catch you next time here on Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash. Again, CPA and CFP at Donald W. Cash and Associates. Find him online at donaldcash.com. Investment advisory services offered through Donald W. Cash & Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.